Welcome in, you are listening to another episode of the Keep the Change podcast. Mikey's back in the studio, how are you mate? <laughs> oh man, I actually like that song. It's a bit of a tune, It's one it? of the ones I know and I used to listen to a bit back in the day eh, when, she was, when she was fresh off the tapes. Yeah, be a few years old now. <laughs> this is a very interesting topic, it is something that can be hard to articulate and someone asked in the Keep the Change Facebook group, is a side hustle worth the time? And I thought, let's read out the... Uh, question, well, their, their point, and they say there's so much chat about side hustles everywhere these days, I'm trying to weigh up if the time versus dollars trade-off is worth it. I was all lined up to get a border, but pulled the pin to side and the change in privacy isn't worth $150 a week. Is that the right decision? Who knows? Sure, I could hustle for some extra cash each week outside of my regular job, but I would work hard and get paid well and actually need the downtime on the weekend evening to be with my family and weed my garden. I'll be interested in a conversation about side hustles. Are they just for people wanting to move away from their existing role? Young people who are really pushing to get ahead. People without kids. People who aren't making ends meet. Cheers. And there's 20 comments on this. So it obviously yeah. really, really strikes a chord. And it's a, it's a really good um, conversation. Yeah, I think, um, like I commented on it and said it really is like a personal preference thing. And you want to f- sort of think about it for you and you only, really. Like there's so many ways to look at that differently. So we put $150 a week, which she's talking about as a border, into that KiwiSaver calculator last week, and it was $700,000 when you retired. So if you think of it like that, it's very different mm. to just thinking of $150 a week, which is basically a nice breakfast on a Sunday and, you know. Um, so there's so many different variables, but if that not everyone needs a side hustle. I no. also think a side hustle is a bit of a mindset thing, almost. Like the, the other day I was having a, a we're going to get this guy on the pod, Scotty, Scotty yeah. Mewison, because he's a legend. But he was telling me a funny story of like a few months ago, three or four months ago, that an organic collection was on and he was driving home. And he, <laughs> so like Scotty doesn't need to do this. No. He does all right for himself. And he pulled over because he saw some golf clubs. And thought, fucking hell, grab those. <laughs> so he puts them in the boot. Apparently his, he got home and his missus said, they're just going to sit in the bloody garage for months, aren't they? And he was like, no, nah, well, yes, golf clubs, you know, playing golf or whatever. And no, uh, he said, yeah, they just sat in the garage. <laughs> yeah. And then um, had a clean out of his garage. And I can't remember the numbers or whatever. He put it on Trade Me when Trade Me were having a free listing thing. And I can't remember what he sold them for. But basically it was like, it was the easiest 200 bucks I've ever made, you know. And he doesn't need the, the $200, but it's like a, a mindset thing once you've lived that way for a while. Mm. And it's a good, like, he can go in and talk to his sales team of being like, you know, using lessons and stuff out of it and things like that. Um, but yeah, I think once you've done, once you've once you've hustled and, and done something like a side hustle or been into, the, into that sort of mindset, it's pretty hard to get out of and it's good for you. Yes. You know, like he picked something up for free and sold it for money. Yeah. Like people are complaining about the cost of things and you make him make money for free. 
Like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) That is, I think that's the whole crux of why I'm always banging on about new new ways to get income because it's the it's the process you go through in order to do it as well. It's not just getting the money. Like to get a border to pay you 150 a week, you've actually got to take some action. You've got to figure that out. Mm. Where we let Kiwis down, I think, is that we the funnel of life is education, job, that's you, hope for a pay rise. And that's, you don't learn to sell and all those types of things. And that's where people are like, oh, I don't know how to negotiate a pay rise. Well, why, wouldn't we, why don't we teach people that shit? Mm. And this is a good way to be able to, to do this. And I think one of the best things that happened for me as a young person was whilst at uni, I had a flat by no choice on my own, just by fluke that had a Fijoa tree that had a shit ton of Fijoas out the back. And I just thought, fuck, I could sell some of those out the front. And they sold very quickly. And I thought, well, there's 10 bags here, three bucks a bag, and someone comes along and just buys eight bags. And you think, what the fuck just happened? Mm. And it opens your mind and you think, oh, okay. And then I was like, okay, we need more. So then we went around thinking, let's get some more. Let's go get some bags from New World and bag them up. <laughs> and, and then you're, okay, I'll put a cone out the front and I'll try and slow the traffic down and say, Fiji is this way. And, <laughs> and you start to go on this journey, but you're realizing, oh, you can, there are ways to make money. We're, we're all, if you don't play that game at some stage, you end up just thinking the only way to make money is to is to do it through a job or whatnot or hope to you, that you inherit some or ANZ pay some interest on any of your savings you've got. Yeah. So I think it's what you learn through the process. And again, yeah, it's, it's not for everyone. And you've got to decide like why you're doing it yourself because we're all going to have different reasons. Yeah, I, um, I think the... The reasons are obviously very different for everyone. Like if you get um, like a young guy in his early 20s who's a tradesman and he's single and he's just got time to burn after hours and weekends and stuff like that, it's going to make way more sense than someone who's, you know, married, mortgaged, two kids, uh, school, after school care, whatever whatever the picture is, you know. Like there's definitely... Um, there's there's definitely going to be like a balance of like time versus dollars. Yeah, for for everyone, and your own situation is different to everyone else anyway. So, but you just have to think about it. I think, more, yeah, that's why I say it's more about the the sort of mindset behind it, and you just use it to to work out and add to the value of which one you want. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean whether it's a side hustle or a hustle or anything like man like hustling's fun as like i remember being at school and i was doing metalwork class before i think that shit's cancelled now cuz it's you know hot and dangerous, dangerous but thing. yeah i remember doing metalwork class and um i used to go in at lunchtime cuz i loved welding so i'd just like keep welding i'd be like i don't want to go to lunch i just want to weld and um one of my like maths teachers or something she saw me in there like lunchtime after lunchtime after lunchtime and I was working on building a go-kart frame and she came up to me and she says oh I've got an old go-kart at home like do you you know it's it's old and it's got flat tires and stuff do you want to come and have a look at it and you know you could you can buy it off me and I said yeah cool so I went around there and instantly when I saw it I was like that's worth money so at the time I didn't have much so I offered her I think it was 250 bucks um and she said, yeah, go for it, take it. And I beat the shit out. I got it going. 
and beat the shit out of that go-kart, but the reason I bought it is because I knew it was worth more than what I paid for it, and I ended up selling it for twelve fifty, and I made a 1000 bucks. Cheapest. So, like, being able to do that and train your brain to see where money is and where it can flow and how easy it can be made, I think is a skill that not many people have, but you can learn it. Yep. Um, and once you unlock it, like, phew, buy, sell, buy, buy low, sell high. But what people are saying, though, because I think we should focus more on the why you shouldn't do it rather than we're, we're just going to give a thousand reasons why we think we should because that's how we're wired, right? But this person's example, they're saying the $150 a week isn't worth my privacy. So then they've stopped, mm. which I've, I, like, I don't really, I struggle with that because how do you know it's going to impede on your privacy until you've actually done it? And how do you put a value on your private? Like that for me, because I love have, having people around and whatnot. So I don't think like that. So it's hard for me to understand that. But, and that's often, I can see that because I can see that in my mum. She would say, I won't rent my house out or Airbnb it. Like, how do people do that? How do you know they're not going to go through your drawers? I'm like, why do you think what you've got in your drawers is so fucking important to someone that just wants somewhere to sleep? <laughs> and she's like, no, no, no. But like, you know, I'd have to lock everything in one room. So it's just, it's impractical. I don't, I don't get it. I'm like, well, then how are so many people making sense of it? Mm. and again that's the thing I always come back to is like how do you make sense of it but with a border for instance you could try it to see and I know a lot of people have ended up having borders and they think this has been great for me because I've had someone else to look after and to provide for and whatnot and they actually really enjoy that process but for this person they may be like nah you know what I don't want anyone else here so maybe it's not the border for you but the the I guess the ugly truth of it and one of the things I'd written down is that if you don't want to find ways to add income to your life which is completely fine 100% map out what your life is going to look like and then just ensure that you do not complain when you end up at that destination that's a real good way of looking at it is like if you choose this way sit down and think about what it looks like in time and if you're okay with that mean yeah fuck you've cracked it if you think that you're going to get there and be upset with it or and this isn't this isn't to this person on Facebook. I thought no. it was a really cool question or good statement and stuff like that. But anyone, this goes for anyone. Like if you map it out and look at it and you're like, fuck, life's tough, eh? That's that's not a very good position to be at when I'm 60 or 70 or whatever. And and then when you get there, all you do for the last 10 years is whinge and moan about the government did this and, you know, fuck this and all that kind of stuff. My employer you don't have the enough. right to do that if you didn't try and yourself to fix it, in my mind. Yeah. Um. But if you're okay with it, then I'm on board with you. That is cool. Because everyone is different. Everyone has different desires and wants and needs. And you do you. Yep. That is 110% all good. You do you. Exactly right. And, yeah, I mean, it is, it's, some people have got so much going on with their current role that they don't have time to, to do these things or they think they don't and that and then you're, you're raising kids and stuff and and adding income is probably the last of what they mm. want to do and so you know that's that's completely sweet but I think there's a lot of people who don't like their job so then they look at a side hustle and the I think the sexiness of side hustles has been born out of or oh, work on your side hustle on the side until it becomes bigger than your main hustle and mm. there's you know all of that sort of shit and it's like okay but maybe just don't do the job that you've currently got because that's why you want a side hustle because it doesn't pay you enough and you don't enjoy it. Yeah, there's a fair bit to unpack there, right? There's like two different scenarios going on there. Yeah. Like you do have to think about if you're doing this to try and 
create some joy and happiness away from your current shit job. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> there's there's a fair few people in that. But yeah, if you're, I'd say if the side hustle thing is for like the person who really likes their job and just wants to create a bit of extra income, that would be the way to look at it. But if you hate your job, you probably need to think about like, is the side hustle providing you with, like, a... Escapism. Escapism. To be fair, mate, if you're doing that, rather than, like, getting fucking blottoed at the pub on Friday night, then I'm all for that, too. Probably healthier, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, you're going to learn these these skills and things that will stay with you forever and help you be a weapon. I think one of the awesome things about having a crack at a side hustle is you you're, it's going to make you understand, as well, how the effort... I was going to say how hard it is, but it's not hard for everyone, but the effort it's required to actually do one of these things. As an example from a mate who, it's not even a side hustle, but he's been doing a marketing paper recently and he's like made um, part of this paper, I need to build a website, I need to record a five-minute podcast, I've got to put the podcast on the website, I've got to write a blog on there, I've got to do all this shit. And I was like, holy shit, man, that's quite a bit of work for a, <laughs> for a marketing paper to make you do. And I said, he actually sent me to the website and I said, mate, like really good job and we, we did the podcast and even just the podcast piece, he's like, oh, I've got to put some audio at the start and at the end and I've got to edit it. And I said, well, he goes, do you have some equipment and stuff that I could do that with? And I said, well, mate, we can wrap some music at the start, at the end. He turned up with the questions. We we smacked it, first take. And, and the feedback he got was like very well edited, very professional, like well done with that. You must have spent a lot of time on that. <laughs> But he, he came to someone that's done 500 podcasts, right? Yeah. And was basically like, bro, can you help me with this? And Smart. Yeah, and <laughs> so saved himself a whole heap of time. But he said to me, man, like it, just in that alone of actually recording a podcast, people will fail that that paper because mm. they'll go, that's way too hard. I don't know how to do that. And I don't know how to put music at the front. Then well, what about editing it? But he said to me, man, the amount of effort that actually goes into marketing. And now when I go on websites, I realize like, holy shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. this thing took a lot of time and effort. And I think those are the cool things that you get to understand through having a side hustle because getting a job is really easy. I know a lot of people will be like, well, hang on. No, no, it's not. Well, we're like that's what we need people to be doing and so we try and make it easier and easier for it to happen and most people end up with a job at some stage of their you, life I'll give you good solid evidence that getting a job is easy because we've both had them some <laughs> some idiot at Pack and Save gave me one when I was 13 mate yeah same me four I didn't have no experience no like nothing I had no yeah. idea I was just like can I get paid <laughs> <laughs> yep you can get a job yeah. easy as getting a job is easy it's just uh, getting the the bigger, better, big bad wolf jobs that where it starts getting strategic. The other thing that is massive in this area is, is what you're willing to sacrifice. So that person, if we use that example, wasn't willing to sacrifice their privacy for extra income, which is completely fine. That's their decision. But all through life, we have to make sacrifices to get ahead or to get the things that we want, right? Compromise. Yeah. And Sometimes. Yeah, and it, and it teaches you that and I often talk to clients about squeeze the season that you're in and for me at the moment for instance I can come here on a Sunday we can do these podcasts and I can crank this like I can have multiple projects and I can be working on them because I am in a season where it allows me to I don't have children or whatnot but when I have children for instance I know that's going to be a completely different season and my life could be completely changed and I'm going to have to go right now something's going to have to move or I've got to figure out how do I build what I want my life to look like now in that season 
And I think what happens for a lot of people is you look back on past seasons you have in your life and you think, fuck, I wish I danced more in the sunshine. Mm. And you never know that until, and I had this conversation with a client last week. They said, I'm now making more money than I wanted to. When I first started working with you guys, I wanted to do 25% less work and charge 25% more. I'm now charging 50% more, but doing just as much work. <laughs> and that's I said, quite funny. Ah, interesting, isn't it? Yeah. And they're like, so I'm trying to figure out what is actually enough. And, and that's a question that all of us probably never ask ourselves or try and figure that out. And it's something that I bump into quite a lot with clients where they're trying to figure out like how much is enough. And I don't think that should just be, it's people try to measure it in finance. I think you should try and measure it in, in happiness mm. and progress and how you're feeling in that season. And I saw a really good clip last week and it was basically like, if you're feeling anxious, nervous, depressed, like insert all of those things, that's your body telling you you're going in the wrong direction. Mm. I thought, oh, I never really heard someone explain it like that. That's your body vibrating to you, telling you, hey, take, take a look at the direction you're going in here. Maybe that's what's causing this. Because often when you're thrashing through life, making good progress and, and rocking and rolling and, and just going for it, you, you're not feeling any of those things can, and you completely forget that I they exist. I tell you, there's a few people in the housing market, mate, that own a few houses at the moment that are having that problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they worry about the direction it's going and it's causing issues, so... Maybe they've got themselves too far down that list or down that, that rabbit hole or, or leverage of debt or whatnot, right? But, um, you know, I think it's it's all different for, for each of us. But I said to this person, well, remember that this season may stop in terms of people may not want you anymore, may not want what you do because you might fail to innovate and um, or, or the market could just turn and they don't, like your, Someone your else se- comes along and takes all your customers or yeah. whatever. So I said, you've really got to, but this person, this is where then it gets trickier again because they're like, oh, but I won't let that happen. And I'm like, well, yeah, you probably won't, but some people will. You won't plan on it. Yeah, <laughs> but you just don't know, right? And so that's, and I said, well, maybe you'll find a partner and have a child within like three months or, well, probably won't be three months, put it. <laughs> I don't know how these <laughs> things work. I'm not sure how these <laughs> things work. Um, I think it's nine months is like how long it takes. <laughs> So I said you might only have nine months of the season left and then you become a stay-at-home parent. Yeah, well, I mean, there's so many variables in life and you never know what you're going to get thrown at you. Yeah. Um, man, but, that's a... Because most of us, we react in life and we don't, we don't do things proactively and we react and we basically, something comes into our life and we go, bang, I'll, I'll shape it based on what just happened to me rather than maybe I will... I said, why don't you do let's just say it's 100 of what this person does. I said, why don't you do 100 of these in the next year so that in the future you can choose when you only want to do 50? Mm. And they were like, yeah, but how do I know what year that's going to be? And I'm like, well, you, the thing is you're going to get to decide because yeah. you're... It gives you the option to choose. Yeah. yeah. And I think everything with money becomes, it gives you that optionality of what do you do with it? Do you invest? Do you buy things that you, you know, never thought you could have? Do you buy your time back? Do you use it to uh, build your, your health and your fitness and, and things that you have never had a chance to be able to spend money on? You know, it's that everything is so individual and you have to be careful with topics of Luke and Mikey saying, get a side hustle or Luke up on the whiteboard saying, fucking get a border into your house. Yeah. Like step back from all that stuff and be like, why would I do that? You know? Yeah. And I guess to contrast this, there was an awesome message yesterday 
that came through that someone said, hey, I've been following you silently for ages now. Just thought I'd let you know we negotiated full personal company vehicles with our employers instead of pay rises and sold the new $65,000 car that was on finance. Huge win. Legends. Huge win. Carries on. Freed up the finance repayments, plus now do not have any vehicle running costs for two years. And they're like, I bet they're clicking on that yeah. and realise once they have that conversation, get that across the line, like, holy shit, look at our life change. Got a border in which covers the potential mortgage rate hike and we are learning and slowly DIYing the house instead of paying contractors huge bucks. Stop at the local farmer's market for almost half the price of this, which are half the price of the supermarkets. These changes alone have freed up so much cash and eliminated the financial stress we were starting to feel from inflation. Appreciate you doing thanks for all the tips. Wow. This person's clock keep the changing. Yeah, they've done it. Might hit record and be yeah. done with this and just, we're done. I might go work on something else. Yeah, that is mean. I'm like, holy shit. That yeah. is like Imagine excellent. how much per week that's changed around from a car on finance. It's 65 to, grand too. Yeah. To, yeah, to not paying car costs. Oh, man. Plus a border. Yeah. So you've got no petrol, no rego, no insurance, no finance payments, and a border on no top. No tire blowouts. It's probably $1,000 a week. Easily. It's fucking life-changing. So they've yeah. just plugged like 50 grand back into their life. Unreal. Unreal. And they didn't even change their life. Yeah. And, really. And like also... They haven't... They haven't what, what's happened there is they haven't decreased the value of their life. Like their day-to-day hasn't got worse because they did this. Yeah. It's not like they're like we need to sleep on the floor. They've actually got into the same, exact same position. The border's probably a bit different, you know, having the privacy thing, I kind of understand that. But basically, they're going to wake up a day day after getting all the stuff clocked with the same food, the same travel to work, same everything, and $1,000 a week more. Yeah. Insane. And the payments of that loan debt for the vehicle... Plus all of the car running costs would be... It's probably more than 1000 a week. Yeah, I it's think 1500, so. It's grand or whatever. It's massive. Because it's after tax income that you're using to pay yeah. off debt. Plus massive, pay for man. your tyres and your, and your fuel and shit. But the, the key thing in, I hear, in here that I think we need to remember is these changes alone have freed up so much cash and eliminated the financial stress we were starting to feel from inflation. I don't think people realise how nice that feeling is no. until they get to it. Yeah. I have put myself in these scenarios when I've been backed into a corner and I always back myself to get out of them, but I can promise you, I've said it so many times, when you know that if everything turns to shit and you can continue living, it is fucking nice. Yeah. You don't have any weight on your shoulders. You don't have any anxiety. You can't be anxious. You can't really... If you know that you can't get into financial trouble and know that no one will come after you for a late payment or whatever, you become quite powerful because you can start making different decisions and different taking different risks. Um, you, It feels nice when you go to a cafe and you don't give a fuck what it costs. Like There's all of these little things that start adding up and it's a nice way to live. You feel powerful. Yeah, you yep. feel really powerful. Um, it's it's so underrated. Like, if you can get out of that buy now, pay later, credit card, car finance, all of that shit, turn it around. The cost of living issue is not an issue. You don't. You end up not caring. You're just like, I'm so comfortable here, and we've got a bit of a buffer, and we've removed uh, big expense commitments from our lives, 
and it's oh man, you just have to try it, guys. <laughs> you have to try. You it. just have to try it. <laughs> we should probably call it the cost of consumption or the cost of credit uh, crisis. Yeah, well, I mean, fuck, it's just like these guys are saying. Like, it will feel so nice for them. Yeah, I can guarantee it because I've been there and I've done it, and the other side of it is so good. They've taken so much action that's uh, very, very exciting to Massive. see. I wonder how how of how long that's taken. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, mate, because those things you can actually do within like a few months if you put your mind to it. Well, yeah, so like literally change your life. Even asking for a company vehicle. If that's possible for you or your partner, it's probably more like it's easier and probably more valuable to you than starting a side hustle that's going to make you ten grand a year. Yeah, if, yeah. especially and if you couple it with then not paying back car finance. That's a good. That's a good example of uh, when I was saying at the start that it's more of a mindset thing rather than just a side hustle. Mm. Like there's there's lots of things you can do that produce the same type of thing that we talk about. Um, and at the end of the day, it's to get you into a position where you can continue to move forward and do better and like that's a fucking exceptional example that's not exactly a side hustle yeah but yeah massive change remember negative nelly will be saying oh yeah but what if they lose their job they're not going to have a vehicle yes okay they're gonna they're probably going to save 50 or 60 grand over the next 12 months and go buy whatever the, they want <laughs> <laughs> now back to this question now some people said i'm old too we I too will soon be launching my side hustle, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It is all about the value I can add. And that is, I think, an important thing for people to remember too. Like, you know, I often say, do we need to be here today? No. But I think eventually in your life, you, you might be wired this way, you might not be. You you want to be able to add value and give back and do things. That could be the fifth, the currency that you get out of your side hustle. It could be that you make a whole heap of jam and sell it to the neighbourhood and they're just so stoked that you've done that and that's way better than the $5 of per, uh, per jar of jam that they do or whatnot. Yeah, we've all got different reasons that we do these things. It's a lawnmower man's story. The lawnmower man that goes and mows lawns and he does it because when he was young they were really, really poor and they got satisfaction out of making their property look tidy. Yes. That's why he mows lawns. And now he's the best lawnmower man in all of Auckland. Someone says not all side hustles have to be long-term. A good thing to remember. That's that a good point, yep. You could use it as a way to just tidy up some shit in your life for a couple of years. Mm. But they do take effort. And now, yes, this is important. Because right now, me personally, I don't have a side hustle. Massive believer in them. I think it's a good idea. Get you out of the... You know, yep. Train yourself, teach yourself some skills. But there's multiple times when I've been doing multiple things at once. I was, fuck me, and I was hustling cars like no tomorrow at one point. Um, but I've got to a point now where a side hustle would need to be pretty fucking special to take time out of me focusing on my main source of income. Because if I put time into that, there's like a there's a journey and a 20-year picture there that I'm building up um, that in my head looks pretty good when it's done. So then you start after weighing up opportunity cost after a while, right? Um, I think that's kind of what that person in the thing was saying. Like the opportunity cost for me is like, I can just be really efficient at my own job, keep progressing through that career. I'm going to be good. Mm. And that's, that's important. If you think that way, that's cool. It's kind of the same for me. I don't have a side hustle right now. I've done it in the past. It's achieved what it needed to achieve, and 
I'm just on like a one-way street at the moment. Yeah. I like that, mate. It's a good distinction to make. That when you're one of the top uh, mortgage advisors in the country, having a side hustle is probably not a good use of, <laughs> <laughs> of your time. But there's a couple here. So one says, interesting topic, I think depends on what your goals are. My hu- side hustle turned into my full-time job, which I was aiming for. But then I also know people that side hustle for a temporary amount of time, for example, paying off a mortgage while fixed at a lower rate or saving up for travel. I also have a friend that buys secondhand clothes and sells them for more online, but it's more of a hobby that makes money for them. And then someone says, uh, my side hustle is a thermomix, I don't know what that means, consultant very quickly evolved into what is now my main income, having the extra dollars coming into the bank each month on top of an already generous wage was amazing. My advice, if you're going to pursue something, make sure it's something that brings you joy. Fuck, that's good. That way the extra time it takes out of your week, month, won't feel like work, and extra dollars it generates will be so much more welcomed. Love, love, love my side hustle. I think the, we might have to do a pod on this at some stage, but like, there's a lot of... Um, when the economy, well, I think these things are always popular, but multi-level marketing slash um, affiliate type things yeah, yeah. and whatever that, whatever the terminology is, like there's a lot of that going around at the moment, and I think that's what people like, like associate been, with. Yeah, with side hustle. hustle. Yeah. yeah, and I've been very deliberate to try and stay away from using those as example of yeah. side hustles because, like, I don't know heaps about them. I know a little bit. And I've had some experience in that space. Like I've got different different thoughts on it from both sides, but um, I don't think you need to complicate it to that level. I think it's like you said at the very start, looking for opportunities to to be able to make some yeah. cash. And you know, there's one thing that I do that I've mentioned a couple of times. When I buy new clothing, I have a rule. Okay, whatever comes into the house, then equal has to go out. Yeah. But equally, an older version of Luke could be like, well, actually, I'm going to list these on. Facebook marketplace because that cash is going to be worth it to me but usually it's not worth my time depending on what I've brought into the house um, and then I have a okay well it can go back and it can go to a, a clothing bin and and I'll do that because it's a way for me to give but the other thing that we haven't really touched on that's always important to remember is you don't know what your life's going to be like with more money until you can experience that now for some people you might blow it all up your nose. You might drink it all down at the bar. You might turn into an asshole. You might fuck the whole thing up. There's might, probably no point in might you... Might rent too many Lamborghinis. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you do with your cash, like that's going to be a good explanation of whether you should continue trying to earn more money. So if you come into money or if you get access to cash, like think about in the past what you've done with that cash when you've got it. Because unless you're willing to tidy your stuff up and not do those things that didn't like what's the point of spending 10 hours a week on a side hustle to then get 400 bucks to then go rinse it in the pokies or or whatever right yeah yeah and you've probably got to tidy some shit up first before going and doing the side hustle probably stages to it yeah but when you earn extra income and you have access to cash it gives you options to do things that you cannot do when you do not have money oh my god yes we've just given five grand each Yep. To Jamie, yeah, to help her with her project. If we didn't have five grand each through the work that we do in our roles, not really from a side hustle, yeah, but from the mahi that we do to then get access to that cash, wouldn't be able to do it. No, well, no. There's like, to be fair, like there's a a giant portion of the population that couldn't do that. Yeah, um, even if they wanted to, and then there's a people that probably could but wouldn't do it anyway because it's too valuable to them. But you know. There's it changes your life if you 
manage it properly. It does. I just want to find something because I, I heard this yesterday, and I thought this uh, will be good to play. Oh, there we go. But I wanted to ask you, why do you work so hard? Me? Yeah. Like, why do you go above and beyond? Like, why are you working on a Saturday or Sunday when you could be like every other broker being like, fuck, this is a nine to five gig, man. I can make a hundred grand a year. This is the best vehicle to be in to make hundred K. This is so easy. Mm. Like, it's not easy, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you could you could piss in probably thirty hours a week. I don't really consider myself a mortgage broker anymore. Like I'm no going to build out in my head what the best mortgage company in New Zealand is. Um, and then now there's another portion of me that I've completed a certain part of my journey, and I think if I talk on here and do it given my weekends, someone else can do it earlier and faster than me. Nice. So, but. Why don't you just want to sit on the couch from nine to like from five PM till midnight and have a wank and then go to sleep and then get up <laughs> and do it all again? Um, Obviously, you got Taylor so yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's I don't know. <laughs> but you know, like, have you thought about that? Maybe we should do a pod on that at some stage. But I think it's something that people never think of. But, but I, know I can't. I can't do the certain things if, that I want later on. If I did that, yeah. Like, there's a picture in my mind of how I want my life to look, and it costs fucking money. <laughs> so your actions map back to your goals and the vision for your life. Yeah. 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 That's the summary, people. Whatever you want in your life, like, if you sit down and actually think about what you want, you then can figure out what you're going to need to be able to get it. So don't start a side hustle for the sake of starting a side hustle or go and fucking mow someone's lawns or get a border for the sake of it just because someone said on social media, think, what do you want? Will doing that thing help you get closer to that? Also, you said, I want to build the best. Like, that's how you're wired, right? A lot of people aren't wired like that, and they just want to have a, a nine-to-five-y type gig. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. We're all It's a really areas. important uh, thing for me. I don't even care if I'm not the biggest, but no one is the best. No one is the best. Yeah. 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 Well, like there might be bigger, bigger scale ones, but it does... We've got some, we're not soundproofing here, are we? It just sounds like there's someone working on yeah. a Sunday. <laughs> Do you know this is the Lord's Day? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> the Lords are at work in here. Yeah, yeah, be the best. Um, there's a few other things I want to do with it, but they're, f- they're for me not to tell you guys. And then, um, yeah, and then this this is because I just want people to fucking have a turn, man, because life gets have real good if you, if you jump in and play this game. Yeah, I think when I was reflecting on this, I always... I was thinking back at school, I thought maybe maybe I want to be a teacher. And I perhaps could have gone down that path. But now, then I've learned, oh, you don't have to go you to... You are a teacher now. Yeah. Yeah. And I've like realized, oh, you don't have to go to teaching university or whatever it is, teacher's college, to become a teacher. So I can do the other shit I want to do and then teach as well, which is a pretty cool feeling. But I saw someone comment on that post too that they're an active relaxer which I really um, can vibe with. Yesterday, as an example, I had seen Gary V talk about green screens on TikTok and I thought, I tried that about two months ago to figure it out and didn't, but I need to go and do that today. And I said, so there's a seed in my mind and I was at my computer and I, it came back to me, I saw something about green, I was like, oh, the green screen thing. And I thought, 
I need to go. So I then took myself away from my computer. I sat down on the couch and I and I went and watched what Gary V said about green screen. I, like, I need to figure this out on TikTok. So then I search TikTok green screen how to do it. And then I had a crack at one and I did one. And as I did one, I was like, fuck, I could do that on the whiteboard as well. So next thing, I've got my iPad stand up. I've got my mics on. I'm doing the thing. I posted on TikTok. I posted on Instagram. And I go back to my desk and I was like, holy shit. That was an hour and a half ago that I that, that popped into my brain. And I go through this big loop of like doing shit. Which is relaxing. Yeah, which I actually enjoyed. And was like, well, I was just in the flow. Yeah. For an hour and a half. Where some people would be like, what are you doing, mate? It's sunny outside on a Saturday. Yeah. And you're in here on your own. Um, when you're apparently an extrovert, being an extrovert. What a loser. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, just chill out, man. Just like, just relax. But some of us, I think we have these callings inside of us where like the way I've sort of understood it is I'm just trying to chase my potential. And mm. I know if I can add value, like someone else said, in this space, I want to be doing these things and in work and and I'm just constantly chasing like another version of yeah, myself. I think we've got a limited time on this planet, eh? And you like... You're definitely 110% going to die. Oh, mate. You do not have a choice. That's and one of the best things to learn. Oh, man. You're going to and die someday. Like, you're going to die, and like, you don't really want to die looking back with regrets, I don't reckon. Um, and so you want to try and have a crack at a few things. I'd rather have a go, you know, and then try and get even, do some sacrifice, and then have a portion of my life that I can say, fuck, I built that, and I... I did that to how I'd planned it, and I think I'd be proud of that. But then also, you've also got to remember, and this is important for the instant gratification stuff, and you know, wankers that rent Lambos and put them on Instagram, um, <laughs> um, is that when you die, no one will give a fuck. Mm. People will go to your funeral, your family will be sad for a while, but the 50 or 60 or 100 or whatever that turn up to your funeral... In two days, they'll be back in the office and not give a fuck. There's 16 problems in their inbox, one of yeah, their own. Yeah, they don't care. No one cares. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of people can't even name their great-great-grandparents. Yeah. So you don't even give a fuck about your own history. So don't don't take life too seriously and stuff like that, but also don't live with a bit of regret, I reckon. Yeah. That's pretty much how I like to roll. Like, I like to stay, I like humour, I like having fun. Um, it's probably why I don't like politicians because they're a bit losery, you know, <laughs> a bit losery. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So you don't want to be too serious, but you also want to have a crack and make sure that um, you're doing a few things for yourself, and then maybe if you um, if you do it right and you've looked after yourself and you can, then pass some stuff back on to some people, um, so they can. You want to like leave the world in a better place than yeah you started in it, you know. It's it's such a fascinating topic. I was thinking about this in the gym this morning and thought, wow, I didn't even, I don't know how to articulate this, but basically, like, I've always liked working hard and I enjoy it and I think it's because I get a lot of enjoyment and validation and shit out of it and so I'm making progress and I feel happy and I love it and I'm excited to come in here. And then I lost my stepdad who worked his face off for his life and he died on Christmas Day of a heart attack when he was getting close to retiring and doing some shit mm. that he'd wanted to do. And I thought, hmm, it's interesting that I that didn't happen. And I thought, fuck, what's the point of this? What's the point of doing all this work? Because you should enjoy life. Because he didn't really get to do some of the things that he would have wanted to do because he was waiting to get to retirement to do it. Mm. But I think it's because 
I enjoy the shit that I do and am happy. So then I don't look at, and someone asked me today, oh, I'm trying to figure out a way where I can just uh, not work but live and cracking up. And I said, well, I think you've just got to do things you enjoy doing and it's not going to bother you. Mm. And I was excited to be in here on a Sunday and get through to the, like, get the gym done. And I was in here for probably eight hours yesterday as well. Yeah. But also I pissed around during the week and had a couple of days off and stuff. So whatever you're doing with your time, you've got to figure out, is this what you want to be doing? And I think Steve Jobs says, you have to understand you're going to die someday, like you said. And so if you wake up and you think, would I do this if this was my last day on earth? And when the answer is no, too many days in a row, you're going in the wrong direction. Mm. And you've set yourself up to be going in the wrong direction, you know? And so I guess if you know my stepdad could have his time again, I guess he'd probably go, fuck, like, let's get some of the stuff done now. Let's not wait till this mm. year to do it. Because, but you, the thing with life is you never know when it's going to end for you. No. Nah. Or, or when it's going to change or what season's going to change, like I said before. So remember to sort of squeeze the seasons when you can. And we got a good example of that when COVID hit and all of a sudden everyone dropped their lip because they were like, oh, I should be able to just go overseas when I want and you're locking me here and international travel's been taken away from me. Mm. The season changed. Yeah, but then people adjusted to it. Now we get to the other side of the season. It's like you can go again. Oh, I can't afford to go. This is bullshit. And sometimes you've just got to take advantage of the season that you're in, that that life's giving you, because you just don't know when that motherfucker is going to start raining on the parade or whatnot, right? Yeah, I think that's a hundred percent true. Eh? I think um, just be. It's a good thing to sit down and think about these things and have them in your mind. So. It really just helps you stay directionally correct. There it is. Righty, I'm going to play this, mate. Then we might come back on the other end of it and uh, talk about it as well. But it's uh, something I, I heard yesterday. Why pay the price? Why work this hard? Why go this far? Why try to learn this much? Why try to do it all? Why try to see it all? Why try to have it all? Why do it? Why learn it? Why study? Why put yourself out? Why try to take on this much responsibility? Why develop yourself to the full? Why try to become all that you can possibly become? Why try to earn as much as you can earn? Share as much as you can share? Develop every skill you possibly can? See every human you possibly can? Go to every class you possibly can. Touch everybody you possibly can. Why do that much? Why go that far? Why share that much? Why give that much away? Why try to see everything? Why try to do everything? Why try to become everything? That's a good question, why? And you're the only one personally that can answer that question for yourself. You've got to have your own list of why. Your list of whys. Oh, there it is. It's pretty much what we're talking about, right? Yeah. You've got your own list of whys. The how is easy. If you want to think bad enough to go out and fight. There it is. It's the why. And we've all got different reasons, right? Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why I don't like, um, like tall poppy syndrome and socialism and shit. Because everyone's individual, eh? And if you're 
if you're beating on someone else, you look, you've got no idea of their scenario, you've got no idea what their goals are, you've got no idea what their drivers are, um, and you should just d- do your why instead of you know worrying about someone else's. I like it. There it is. That's the why. That is the why. It's a the same person that was asking about. It. I'd love to not be able to work and just live. He said, I don't want to go back to earning heaps of money because I was just a, a C-U-N-T and I was just, you know, I was doing this and I was doing that. I said, hey, mate, just quickly, the way you acted when you had heaps of money, you think that that's what all people do when they have heaps of money. Mm. Is that what you're doing? And he, he's the good slat. He was like, hmm, yeah, maybe you're right. Like, maybe that's, I'm putting Yeah, I some very wealthy people that are extremely nice people. Yeah. Um, like, so you didn't tidy your shit up and then you went and got money. Yeah. And then you think that the way you acted is how all people act. And um, like, yeah, that's a good point. So do your own thing and have your own why. Don't just willy-nilly do this stuff. Of course, we're always going to be talking about doing these things and, and, and whatnot because they've worked for us. So we're going to have that bias. I'm not going to stop telling you guys to get a side hustle. <laughs> <laughs> so get hustling. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, but again, the key is the why. And do your own thing. You do you. Every day I'm hustling, 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 every day I'm, every day I'm, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling.